Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to be discussing an article from the May issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Net Return Distributions When Metaphylaxis is Used to Control Bovine Respiratory Disease in High Health Risk Cattle. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by one of the co-authors, Dr. Elliot Dennis, who's an Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Thanks for joining me today, Dr. Dennis. Thanks for having me, Aaron. Dr. Dennis, this research paper that you actually put together as an article uh, comes from some work that you did there at Kansas State University with some professors there looking at metaphylaxis, specifically looking at the application of that in a feed yard setting. Share with us a little more about why the research was done, what you were trying to analyze, and then what do you think are the implications as we look at this type of research for cattle producers? Yeah, so the, the research was originally started uh, sometime after the uh, veterinary feed directive, sometimes referred to as the VFD. And uh, there was some concern amongst both uh, producers and policymakers that potentially uh, metaphylaxis, which uh, we define as the administration of an FDA antimicrobial, generally the injection to high health risk cattle upon arrival. Um, in feed yards, and that this tool, uh, medical access, might be going away, and or might be further regulated by the by the FDA, and so we wanted to provide some impact estimates on uh, what would actually be uh, the effect of this, and specifically how this would vary for producers depending upon uh, what type of antimicrobial they used, um, and so producers have a lot of options when it comes to administering metaphylaxis and the efficacy um, can vary a lot by cattle placement weight, uh, placement season, gender, and antimicrobial use. So really the objective was to compare all these scenarios and uh, compare what the cost benefits of using metaphylaxis versus a no metaphylaxis treatment and also what if the uh, metaphylaxis was uh, antimicrobial was really effective versus uh, somewhat effective set up for us a little bit around the research data that you had. Where did it come from? How did you source that data to give some perspective on the background in terms of why this data has real value from a commercial application perspective? This data was uh, really unique and it wouldn't be possible without uh, collaboration in the industry and industry members seeing these problems and then providing the data for us. And so uh, this uh, data came from 10 Midwestern feedlots, uh, and this comprised about 6 million animals, 50,000 cohorts, and spanned from 1989 to 2015. Um, and so the data in, in that sense is just highly unique just because of the breadth and also the geographic coverage where the feedlots were, and they came together to provide this type of data for us. Um, and also what's really unique is that we're able to trace in the data what pens actually received medical access and uh, which ones did not. And then in later years, we were able to trace what type of antimicrobial was actually given. And so all of that stuff is pretty unique, makes it a pretty unique data set that allowed us to specifically isolate the effect and answer the question we were after. Tell us a little more about how you analyze the data. What were you trying to get at? And then what were the results? 
Yeah, so we really were trying to uh, look at the differences between uh, three different health programs. A producer comes in, they have an animal, uh, and they really are left with the decision, should I not administer metaphylaxis on, a, on the high health risk animal? Should I administer what we call a lower tier e efficacy antimicrobial? And the other one is, should we administer a high efficacy? And so obviously when you administer a higher efficacy antimicrobial, it's going to cost more. And so the producer is really trying to balance between the benefits of metaphylaxis of, that are primarily through not damaging performance and average daily gain, feed conversion, and also not as many animals dying. And so it's kind of a balancing act. And what we found is that really metaphylaxis is always effective to use on high health risk animals. So for an example on uh, and the, the table in, in Beef Watch provides a, the breakdown, but for a 600 animal or 600 pound animal placed in summer, uh, administering a upper tier antimicrobial, a producer would expect to have positive net returns on that animal 65% of the time. And this varies across seasons, but that was, a, I mean, a huge finding that producers are using it because they can take cattle, uh, clean them up and allow them to perform really well. But uh, what we found is that it, that even when you don't administer metaphylaxis, you can still have a probability of positive net returns. And so, for instance, in that same season, 600-pound animal summer placement, positive net returns uh, would happen 33% of the time. And so that's really important to know because you can have positive net returns even with metaphylaxis, but the likelihood of having greater net returns on high health risk cattle definitely comes with primarily using an upper tier antimicrobial. Uh, a lower tier antimicrobial has more mixed results on when it is and when it's not effective. And I would just uh, defer listeners to uh, the table for uh, specific scenarios that maybe they're considering um, and how this might affect potential overall profitability on a lot basis. Dr. Dennis, as we look at what's happening in the industry right now and also concern about uh, antimicrobial use and resistance to that being both in livestock, but also then having that translate over to the human population, that was part of the background for why this was a concern and being looked at. What were some things that you found as you look at this? And then as we think about implications for producers and using antimicrobials, what's some thoughts or perspective on that? Yeah, so uh, antimicrobial resistance is a growing concern, both amongst veterinarians and just worldwide. And so there's increasing pressure to both demonstrate and actually use antimicrobials in what they call a judicious and uh, manner that shows stewardship. You see this a lot coming down from consumers wanting to know what's been, what antimicrobials or hormones or different methods that producers are using to manage animals and they want to know it and they're in some cases they're they're willing to pay for changes in those management practices uh, antimicrobials is interesting because it's being pushed downward from private companies uh, so for instance one example would be uh, mcdonald's working with producers and, and also wendy's working with producers to develop 
antimicrobial benchmark plans and to make sure that antimicrobial use does not exceed certain benchmark amounts. And so from that sense, it's not going away. Large corporations who have, who source beef products as a primary product in, in their company are, are committed to a long-term plan to, uh, to make sure that antimicrobial use and stewardship is a priority amongst its producers that it, that it purchases from. And also from the, the government regulation, it's not going away because uh, long-term there's a need to, to show what the United States is doing. And so uh, producers should continue to try to use antimicrobials in a manner that they believe is best in consultant with their uh, practicing veterinarian, but also recognize that those choices um, that they have have direct impacts on the profitability of their operation. Um, and so just use what we provided as a tool to make potential decisions that you might have about whether or not to use. And I'd like to remind readers that this is specifically on if you have high health risk cattle that come in and the decision is whether we should use metaphylaxis, and if so, what type. Um, we did not look at, for obvious reasons, uh, using metaphylaxis on healthy animals. So it's just some thoughts, that's thoughts that I've had, and I think producers on, on average do a good job, um, but on average we can, we can continue to improve and, and be more profitable and, and uh, continue to manage the animals in the best ways that we can. Well, for more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. Again, this article can be found in the May issue of the Beef Watch newsletter. And the title of the article is Net Return Distributions When Metaphylaxis is Used to Control Bovine Respiratory Disease in High Health Risk Cattle.